0: Road America is your national park of speed. The SVRA Vintage, Moto America Superbikes, Vintage Moto Fest, the NTT IndyCar Weekend, SCCA Junior Sprints, the Trans Am Speed Tour, IMSA, and more. It's racing at its best. Go to roadamerica.com. Tuesday to you. We are close, close to the weekend, just not quite there yet. But still, an enjoyable day. And I want to remind you, speaking of an enjoyable day today. Hopefully, the Brewers get the uh, the series win today after getting the win yesterday, and the bullpen continues to be stellar. But if you are going to listen to the program today, is the day you want to download the app because the Brewers cut into this thing real early today on many of our network affiliate stations. So download the app W O Z N the Zone Madison. Uh, Go to the Play Store, the iStore, whatever the hell you have, whatever store it is you have that you deal with. Download it on whatever device you are using, and uh, make sure you can listen to us anywhere and everywhere because today is going to be one of those days in which the Brewers cut into us real early, East Coast time. So uh, they take on the Philadelphia Phillies this afternoon, or really this morning still, as uh, I I believe, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Grant, I think it's 11 is when they go to Brewers Baseball. Pre-game I... starts at eleven. Yep. Okay, that's what I thought. So eleven o'clock today. So uh, you want to get in early on the uh, on downloading the app so you can listen to us all over the place. Wozn Madison, or if you're listening to us uh, anywhere, I you know whatever affiliate station you happen to be listening to us on, you can always uh, click over to their webcast or what have you or, or page. But uh, for the most part, uh, Wozn the Zone Madison is the way to pay attention to us, unless of course. You are watching on one of our fine platforms, which is YouTube. Go to youtube.com/slash Bill Michaels Show. Same thing on Twitch TV, and now on Kick TV as well. The Kick app, you can find us on, and a Kick is a lot. I get it's funny because we went on Kick, I think a couple of weeks ago. I think right before I went on vacation, and now we're getting these uh, the gamers that are uh, watching the program, which is kind of cool. So. To all of you who do the gaming during the day and listen to us for a, a period of time, we appreciate it. So, got the gamers going. And then uh, you can always email the program, stay in touch with us, thebillmichaels at gmail.com, thebellmichaels at gmail.com. Find us uh, after the fact uh, over on Apple, uh, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere your local podcast can be consumed. That's where you can track us down and in many other platforms as well. So, good stuff there. Grant, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Bill. Last night's Brewer game was
1: another nail-biter. It was a very satisfying win at the end of last it night. It
0: was a good win. Uh, I admit that. I, I did a lot of work yesterday. Boy, I was running around all over the place yesterday. So, um, But I was paying attention to the game. Got back last night. Uh, did a little grilling out. Stopped down last night to Wednesday Night Live down at the Wisconsin State Fair Park in the Bud Pavilion. Last night was the Cream Puff 5K. So I went down and uh, did some stuff down at the uh, the State Fair Park last night, and wonderful time. And then, uh, I what the hell happened to Walgreens? I don't know if anybody saw my post on the personal page. If you're a friend of mine, what the hell has happened to Walgreens? Do you know what I'm talking about, Grant?
1: Um, I might not I just looking at your post. Oh, okay. that is a
0: long line bill. Holy I, smokes! I now I had to go to the doctor yesterday, so they gave me a prescription. Uh, no big deal. They just said, you know, hey, we want you to start taking this. I said, okay. So they sent it to my regular, and the reason, because everybody says you got to go to CVS. Well, CVS doesn't take our insurance. So they said you got to go to Walgreens. So I went back to Walgreens after switching for some years. Anyway, long story short, I have always gone to the one out here near my home. And I had the doctor send it there, and no problem, pulled up, and the pharmacy is closed. And it, it's not like it's closed like I got there after hours. It's like closed. And I'm like, what? Wal, Walgreens was a closed farm what the hell so I had them transferred to another one nearby closed there's like five Walgreens in my area none of which the pharmacies even exist anymore if you wh- why else would you go to a Walgreens the prices are exorbitant unless you're just stopping in real quick to grab a nail clipper or something why would you go to a Walgreens if you're not going in there for the drug supply 24 hour photo maybe get some pictures uh, developed right I have no idea so I ended up finding one down in uh, Waukesha on Sunset Drive, and the, the poor girls that were there, oh, my God, just overwhelmed. And But I waited four hours for a prescription that I had to start taking last night. Four hours for a prescription. And even then, the girl was, like, ready to cry. She was They were just, like, just buried. And I don't know what it is. I, I, I will say one thing. Uh, the work ethic in this country—I get it. Some people have just, you know, kind of changed jobs and changed courses and stuff. I still know people who are not working who are still collecting. And I—I I, I, finally I, I had enough balls to ask a buddy of mine the other day, and he's like, oh, "I've been out of work now for such and such, and I'm still getting paid. I'm still getting that COVID money." And finally, I just said, "At what point does your lazy ass go back to work and stop sucking up free money? At, at what point?" Oh, well, you know, as long as it's here, you know, if they're going to pay me to stay home, like, but people are, people need services. And then he's the first guy that'll go out and complain in a restaurant or someplace about not having enough help. He'll be the first guy to complain. Uh, Just, man, where did the work ethic go in the country? Holy, and that's a whole other topic for a whole other day. But holy mackerel, I feel really bad for the people that were uh, working last night because they were completely overwhelmed. Nobody gave a damn. We have become a fast food world. We want it right now. We want it fast. We want it hot. We want it perfect. We want it our way. And if we're not going to get it our way and we're not going to get it fast, faster, we're not going to be first, then all we want to do is bitch, moan, and complain. So it wasn't a, a, a post about the people that were working there. It was a post about what the hell happens, has happened to Walgreens. If it's something where they're just closing stores, that's one thing. If it's another thing where they can't get help, but then that's a whole other systemic problem. But, man, four hours for a prescription. Holy crap. So that was my night last night. I never would have had the patience for that. That medicine could have been to save my
1: life, Bill. And if and if I had to go to more than one store, I'd have been like, uh, eh, I'll try again tomorrow. So I respect you. You stuck with it.
0: I uh, Well, here's what happened is I went to two other Walgreens first. Then I finally found this one that had a pharmacy. And by the way, you can't even get through to a Walgreens to call them. You, you can't even call them because I tried. So I ended up getting a hold of... Uh, the Walgreens, and they actually said that their pharmacy was open. So when they said that in the uh, in the message, I'm like, oh, okay, well, at least I know they're open. So I had it sent down there. I went there after driving around. I went there at about 5, 4.30, and they said it would be about 45-minute wait to get the prescription. I said, that's fine. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave. I'm going to come back, take your time. You know, no problem. I'll be back in a few hours. So I waited about three hours to go back, and I went back, and it still wasn't ready. And the guy that was there had left. The girl that was there had seen me in there before, so she knew I was waiting and knew I had left and given them some time. They still didn't get it done. So she said, if you give us another 45 minutes, go walk around the store and come back, and then we'll, we'll get it done for you. And so I'm like, okay, I'll just go down the street. And so when I went down the street, I went and grabbed something to eat real quick and then came back, and that was the picture that I took. That was the line. And and that's still, that was late at night. That was, I don't know what time, probably... Eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night, and that was the line. It was probably 15. because the line, the picture doesn't do it justice. There was probably fifteen people off to the side, deep. So they were tw- at least twenty people deep, and uh, it's just it's amazing. So anyway, you know, to get off of that, I, I don't want to stay on that topic too long. But yeah, like what the hell happened? I, so that was my night. So by the time I got back home, I ate a little bit, watched some of the game, and then I had to go back to the uh, I had to go back to the drugstore to get my prescription. So here's something else for you, something weird. Uh, I got an email this morning and, uh, I, from Mason in Sun Prairie. And he said, uh, Hey unit, you were talking about beer darts last week, which actually was a couple of weeks ago, but I get it. He said, well, here's uh, Well, it's a hit here in the North woods. We're always looking for a good drinking game while we're sitting around the cabin after a good day on the lake. Thanks for the heads up. By the way, my aunt Jeannie took not one, but two darts in the foot. I know it hurt, but I laughed my ass off. That's Mason in Sun Prairie. So I kind of forgot about that conversation. So I went to the Facebook page, my Instagram account, and that has trended to the point it's got a million impressions now. It's like that video went crazy. So now you and I, Grant, you said you've been playing beer darts going back to the college days. So you've known about this. It's not like it's something new, but to me it was. And uh, so all of a sudden now I looked. sure enough, that whole video has gone through the roof. People, it's been shared almost three thousand times. It's got almost a million impressions. It's got uh, almost three thousand likes and a, a ton of comments. It's, it's, it's like wow. People are just looking for something dangerous to do, so they just said, "Hey, check this out. Let's do this." And they're making up their own rules, I guess now. But the beer darts game has taken off.
1: We got to get you to play Boom Cup next. We can call it Big Unit Boom Cup or something like that. What is Boom Cup? Boom cup's not as dangerous, so, you know, the, the rush isn't there. You just stand around a table, and you bounce a little ping pong ball into a cup, and then you stack the cups. It's simple enough. Beer yeah, arts yeah. is so fun, but you need a group, yeah. and you need to be outside, and right. you, know, you need a lot of beers. Well,
0: so I, I, I uh, hit the group up that uh, they do. Here's how it started is there's a group of friends, and they call it the round robin. And everybody takes a date, takes a Sunday, and we just do Sunday fun day. And we everybody gathers at somebody's house, and you grill out, and you know, you just kind of everybody brings a dish, and you just kind of hang out. You, you know, it's just your friends, and it's a lot of people that are in the business, and I by that I mean in the in the restaurant and bar business. So obviously they have a lot of drinking things that they know about, and so I posted it to the round robin group today, and I said, you know, I don't know how you guys can top this. But it uh, that video has gone semi-viral, and so, so now the suggestion is go to jarts instead of darts and put the beer can on your head. So we'll see what happens this Sunday. If uh, it gets even more dangerous, and suddenly a beer drinking game needs a helmet. So anyway, there you go. Uh, oh, by the way, eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. If you want to find us, that's the place to do it. Eight seven seven eight six seven. 1670. Brett says he's also taken a a dart in his shoe playing beer darts. Uh, We did it during softball tournaments. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Um, uh, Let's see here. Sip says, Walgreens near me is always gutted. I stop in there when my girlfriend forces me to grab stuff for her butt. I hate it. Oh. Her butt specifically or just
1: generally speaking for her? It should
0: have been a comma. It said... He said, I stop in there when my girlfriend forces me to to grab stuff for her, and it should have been comma, but I hate it. <laughs> Instead oh. of saying for her butt. I mean, they probably have butt stuff at Walgreens. It's
1: the place you would get things for certain parts of your body. Don't get me wrong. Just a little, you know, oversharing <laughs> for a radio show as big as this one. Right.
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Let's cut kind to of break. I'll be back after this. Glad to have you, the Bill Michaels show. Trying to put the train back on the tracks after that one. Uh, hey, a reminder while we have everybody on the network: a reminder that the 16th annual Poker Run coming up on Sunday, September 3rd, at Benefit Fisher, Fisher House, Wisconsin. We need all we can get. We are in full press now. Uh, we're going to be uh, doing some broadcasts. Uh, one next week, next Wednesday, in promotion of the ride and Fisher House night at the Milwaukee Milkmen game. We're going to be in uh, Green Bay uh, coming up on Thursday, Road America on Friday, and then doing a lot of stuff and uh, going to be heading out to Sturgis, South Dakota and doing some stuff out there with, uh, with uh, people from the Full Throttle and the band Jackal and going to be on stage there on Thursday night, the 10th promoting the ride to the crowd out in Sturgis and then we are back home and uh you know we are in full full press mode now so if you can as a matter of fact I was at Wednesday Night Live last night down at the State Fair Park and had some people come up and say hey is it too late to sign up no no do it do it now uh no you've got a little bit of time but with the more the merrier and the more you uh you know people get signed up the the better off we are and the more veterans military members and family members it helps so Again, if you can go to a uh, big unit poker run on Facebook, big unit poker on facebook.com slash Unit poker run. and uh, you can find all the information right there, just scan down a little bit. You can see the scan me QR code uh, and such, and uh, go ahead and get pre-registered. And some great pre-registration prizes as well. But thanks to all of our uh, participants in this and you know our friends at uh, Bud Light, the Water Doctors, uh, Pottawatomie Hotel Casino, Veterans America, uh, our stops, the Rock Complex, Penny Bar, Knucklehead, Stolzol 109, obviously Steel Tank Brewing, and especially who took us on this year, the Harley-Davidson Museum. And it's great working with uh, Erica Capagna and the whole staff down there at the Harley-Davidson Museum. They have been a huge supporter of ours for some time now, and we can't thank them enough either. So if you can get registered, it promises to be awesome. If you can get registered, please, please, please go ahead and do so. Um <laughs> Yeah, that was, uh, that was that was that was that uh, was that was a little off the rails there. Uh, thanks to everybody over in the live stream for for watching while I was trying to go to break and falling out of my chair. That was good stuff. Um, here's the uh, the other thing, and I hope to get the reporter on uh, a couple of days ago, and I I kind of glossed over this, but it's been brought back to my attention via um, Twitter, and there was a report uh, out. Uh, AJ, and, and if I'm saying this cor- incorrectly, I apologize. I don't know him specifically. I've got a hold of our buddy Kevin uh, Kevin Holden from CBS 58 to see if I can get a hold of the reporter. But AJ Bayatpour, Bayatpour, uh he's one of the reporters for CBS 58, and he said that uh, a statement signed by five Milwaukee Alder people says, quote, not a dime of city money should go towards the Brewers Stadium renovations. When a vehicle breaks down, people dip into savings or use credit cards to pay the bill. This is exactly what needs to happen with American Family Field. Uh, If I own the car, I pay for it. If I lease the car, I don't, first of all. So a dumb statement. Second of all, Milwaukee County is one of the biggest benefactors from having the stadium, which, by the way, the stadium was built for, what was it, $300, $400 million? It's not like it was a billion-dollar stadium. It's similar enough to the amount of money they're
1: looking now for repairs. It's in the ballpark. I I remember looking it up at one point and thinking, oh, my gosh,
0: it's about the same amount of money. No, not with inflation, but just, you know, for point of reference. But and, and, and so anyway, the long story short is I had some people that had sent that tweet to me and said, what are your thoughts? And I said, this is exactly what was going to happen. You're going to have people that are going to pound their fists and say not a dime. And I'm looking out for you. But not one person wants to lose that stadium on their watch, and wants to lose that team on their watch, to be that obstinate about it and about what comes into the city, and the benefact benefactor being Milwaukee more so in the state of Wisconsin. Don't get me wrong, because of sales tax and because of just tax in general that goes to many different uh, facets uh, of our you know Wisconsin community, not just Milwaukee, but to be so dumb. I would and, and I would love to get one of them on the program and just say, why would you say no? First of all, so quick. What reasoning is there behind it? And then secondly, I would love to know, so what if the brewers say, we're not paying it? You either pay it or we're leaving. Then what? And just listen. And then you're going to hear a lot of us and what ifs and well, you know, it will cross that bridge and all you blah, 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 blah. Because, I mean, it's either pay it or don't. That's fine. Same thing when Seattle came knocking on the uh, Bucks door and they said, We're going to take your Bucks. And there were people that said, No way. Not going to happen. And other people said, Go ahead. Let them go. And now you understand they won a championship. You see what the influx of money coming into the state of Wisconsin meant from the Milwaukee Bucks, the championship, their run, the exposure, everything that's gone on. Obviously, it's basically the house that Giannis built. Um, same as Lambeau Field. Lambeau Field wouldn't be built without Brett Favre and Reggie White. The renovations, that is. So it, it's. I get it. If they were you know, winning a championship and they were on the cusp of that, it'd be a little bit different sentimentality. I think right now some people are in limbo. But my reaction to that and the statement for those that were asking me about it earlier today is the same as it's been. You're going to hear a lot of hot air from a lot of people who act like they give a damn about you. I cannot tell you, and and I'll give you a little secret into politics, and I get a chance to see this working with charities, but I can't tell you the backroom deals that have had to be made to get things done. And it's it's all for show. I kid you not. I actually had an alderman once tell me he was going to vote against our charity event. He was for it. But the people in his area didn't want loud motorcycles on their streets. So he's going to vote against it, but he's for it. And I said, so you're going to vote against something that you know is right to do. But because a couple of old people complained, you're going to vote against it to look as if you're giving a damn about them. Right? Yes. So he then went to other altar people to say, vote for this because I can't. Thank God George Tack had balls. Otherwise, we wouldn't even have the Milwaukee Brewers. Think about it that way. But it, it, that's the kind of stuff that goes on. And, and you have to deal with it because they, they hold the power and they know it. They don't do what's right. They don't do what's right. What they do is what's right for them. Because they want to hang on to that job. And I've oft, I, that's one of the biggest reasons I have been in favor of term limits. Because they only do what's right for them and not what—not what's right for the community. It's, it's, I've seen it so many times it's disgusting. Politics is a disgusting business. And anybody that ventures into it, I give them a lot of credit. Because you go into it wide-eyed and hoping to do good and wanting to be something in your community. And But, man, you get raked. You get absolutely raked over the coals. It's just it's an ugly business. But anyway, that being said, so when people ask me about that, that's kind of my response. It's it's gonna be a lot of bloviation. People are gonna just blow a lot of hot air in your face. They're gonna act like they give a damn, and then before it's all said and done, they're gonna do they're gonna do what's right. And they're gonna just say, We're not gonna lose this team on our watch. So uh eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy, eight seven seven, eight six seven, sixteen seventy. If you want to find us that is the way to do so if you want to give us a shout. Um, this uh, uh, Mike says, I can remember the overall depression when the Braves left. If we lose the Brewers, we will never get a team again. You won't. I mean, that's, that's a given. You won't. I'm not worried about it because it's got a great uh, amount of fan support. It's got a great fan base. It is a great vested institution of American Family Field and the Brewers as a whole. Uh, it is something that has become a travel destination yearly for those in the division. Whether it's Cubs fans, Reds fans, Cardinals fans, Pirates fans, whatever, it's always a good travel destination for Twins fans. It brings money into the city. They're they're not going to lose it. But the, this, you know, this slamming of the door and acting as if you give a damn stuff—it's a joke. It's a, it's it's hypocrisy at its best. Um. The uh, let's see, skinny from Madison said, "My problem is why wait twenty years to make fixes? You should be doing preventative maintenance, maybe every five years. It's ridiculous to let the repairs go so long." But that they do, you just don't, you you don't, you don't understand. I mean, there's certain things you whether you replace it ten years ago or now, it's going to be the same pretty much. You know, I mean, it it still would need to be replaced. We're not talking about you know fixing the hoses on the refrigeration unit. You know, that, well, we just should do maintenance every five years and do that. that. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about some some major construction within the ballpark that needs to be taken care of. Um, now, Grant, you said you got a list of all the things that needed to be fixed, correct? Yeah, there was a story in Fox 6 last Friday,
1: I think, that came out. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's a laundry list of things. TV infrastructure and heating and cooling. And, and it's important to the ballpark. It's not cosmetic. I find it interesting, right. Bill, that the Brewers got funding approved for a brand new scoreboard next year, and some callers and and listeners of the show last week were like, "Wait a minute! If you're not sure you can keep the lights on and the beer's cold, what are you doing spending
0: six, seven million dollars on a new scoreboard?" Um, and I understand that. I, but but in the grand scheme of things, the six, seven million bucks is kind of a drop in the bucket compared to what you're asking for. True for the major repairs. True. Um. You know, now uh, what would happen if, say, the Brewers decided to launch a a GoFundMe campaign, kind of like the Packers did, saying, hey, we need certain renovations done, so we're going to sell stock. What if the Brewers did that? Think people would buy? Think they could raise? Because uh, the, the Packers couldn't even raise the total amount of money they wanted to raise. The Packers have it marketed so well,
1: don't they, Bill? Right. They're owned by yep. the public. It's the only team like that. They've been doing it for such a long time. If the Brewers tried to do that all of a sudden, I don't think it would have the same appeal to people. It would feel a lot cheaper. It wouldn't feel like history. Correct. It wouldn't feel like it feels with the Packers.
0: Correct. I, I 100% agree with you. Um, plus, the other aspect of that is the Brewers are in the largest city in the state. The brewers have a, a large economic impact, just like the Packers do. But I agree with you. It would seem almost cheesy. And let's be honest, like I said, the, the brewers aren't asking for the full boat of $400 million. They're asking for part of that. And the Packers were trying to get $90 million and didn't even raise that. They didn't get it. They didn't get the total amount. I mean, other money's going to come out of their own expenditures. But the money raised did not reach totally what they wanted. Um, from what I understand. So I can't imagine, it's like, you know, for those that are saying, hey, let's just do this, let's just, you know, offer stock like the Packers did because the Packers got it from the people rather than the taxes. Well, first of all, they did get renovation money from the ta- from the taxes. Secondly, they kind of taxed themselves by saying we're going to sell the stock because of the rabid fan base, and they still didn't raise enough money. And they didn't raise $300 million. They raised, I think it was like $70 million or $80 million. And not to belabor this point, but I had a caller point
1: out last week when comparing Lambeau to American Family Field in Green Bay to Milwaukee, the Packers can't move. They they can't. Right. Because of the way that the ownership is structured and the way they're tied to that community. So the Packers don't have the option to go to the local government and say, give us help or else. There is no else for the Packers. And I think some callers made good points last week in saying if the Packers could do what the brewers are doing and leverage against the local government. They probably would, but they can't. And that's, you know, apples and oranges between the brewers and the Packers for that
0: reason. Well, going back to when the, the Packers, uh, when Bob Harlan had the, the sales tax um, on the docket, there wasn't much of an option. It was uh, it. it, Cause I, I just remember sitting there talking to him and saying, there is no, there is no plan B. It's either this or we're not going to hang on to the Packers. So he was convinced that at that time that this was not, there there was the community just itself could not hang on to the team, that it would end up becoming an NFL issue. And an NFL issue then would mean that they would seek out more financial help somewhere else and not in Green Bay. And like I said, I I, I sat there that night in that, uh, you know, Bob was out doing still handshaking and, politicking. And and I went that night with him. And I just I remember he was he was it was nail biting. He he was really genuinely concerned that people just didn't understand that this franchise could leave. And he just he said, there's some things with the NFL that they could do that they could take the franchise uh, if it wasn't going to be financially viable. And so uh, I think that there is something there that would then allow them to move it if indeed it fell below a certain point i i mean i don't have all the details sitting in front of me i don't know but i know that i I never say never you know you never take it for granted that it's just never going to leave because one day you turn around and you blink your eyes and it's gone and all you're left with is a giant paperweight that used to be called lambeau field so you never want to have that happen uh let's do this we're going to go ahead and take a quick break come back we got a lot more to get to this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at pella windows and doors of wisconsin at pella They got it going on because uh, right now it is hot and sticky outside, and it's cool and comfortable inside. And that's because of the pillow windows and doors that, uh, that have been installed. Not to mention the curb appeal and the value that's added, but in addition to that, it's the safety factor. I lock them up at night. Every window and door works. I'm sure you got a window in your house that you crank and you close, and maybe it locks. Maybe only one lock works as opposed to both locks working. Windows, the Pella windows and doors that I have in this house, every window locks, every window works, every hand crank cranks, everything looks great, Uh, and I've had them for a long time. And I just got the new door installed downstairs uh, last year during the winter that uh, the great room finally was completely sealed, and it felt like it, which was awesome. So I can't say enough about them. Go to PellaWI.com for your free in-home consultation. That is PellaWI.com, or call them 855-PELLA. Wi that's eight five five Pella Wi and see what I've been talking about. Right Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you back. Hey, have you uh, ordered ahead at uh, Quick Trip? Yeah, they they actually, you can order ahead and save some money. And if you order ahead, use your Quick Rewards card. You can also get uh, some good cash off at uh, the pumps as well. I did that the other day. They have the ground chuck patties on sale, and they've got the Mountain Dew Scratch Game going on. Uh, But I ordered a bunch of stuff, and I got uh, 75 cents off a gallon at the pump at quick trip um they they've got it all especially i mean the reason we ordered ahead was we ordered the fried chicken Uh, and my god their fried chicken's amazing but ordered the fried chicken ahead ordered uh, like four boxes five boxes of the big tenders the big uh, big family pack of tenders because we had a bunch of friends and uh, all that stuff's good and yes i acted like it was my own chicken (laughs) just so you know i just dumped the box right there on the plate stacked it up hey look what i did that's what i did but ordered it from quick trip because that fried chicken's amazing uh, but yeah, I got 75, uh, 75 cents off a gallon at the pump when you did that. So check out uh, check that out. If you're a Quick Trip uh, Quick Rewards member, go on the app. Download the app on your phone. You can order ahead, but they've got all kinds of stuff right now. They got the hot items, the hot items you can save right now, ten percent. You can order ahead and save some money as well, but uh, boy, oh, boy, the chicken is absolutely, positively fantastic. And if you order ahead and uh, you go ahead and and get that stuff picked up, you can save money at the pump as well. That's our friends over there at Quick Trip. Good, good stuff. Bill, we got
1: uh, Pete Bukowski from Lockdown Packers here. When do you think the last time Pete was at a Quick
0: Trip? Do you think he's got an answer Uh, for that? I don't know. I I couldn't honestly tell you, but Pete, how you doing, man?
2: I'm good. It's been too long. I can tell you that. Definitely been too long. Because you made me hungry talking
0: about that fried chicken. Well, uh, speaking of uh, fried chicken and things that are going to get hot, it's about to get hot at training camp. That is what they call a radio segue. It was brilliant nice. right there upon my part. Nice. Pete, uh, give me your thoughts. So what are you looking for as this Packers team heads into training camp?
2: Well, I mean, I think there's the obvious answer with Jordan Love. And so, you know, I, I almost want to go somewhere else just because everyone's going to say Jordan Love. But how can he not say Jordan Love, right? I mean, so let's, let's go a little tangential to the Jordan Love of it all. I think, I think the pass catcher group is fascinating. What, what does Christian Watson look like in year two? We, we heard all spring about Romeo Dobbs and the uh, chemistry he appeared to have with Jordan Love. And then you've got these two tight ends who everyone is just over the moon about. The Packers absolutely love them. Luke Musgrave looks like he's moving at a different speed than everyone else. How do they all fit in? You've got Jaden Reed, the second round pick, plus Samori Ture coming back. These day three guys, everyone's excited about Dontavian Wicks and Grant DePose. So that's the thing that I can't wait to see is what what these new look pass catchers look like with, of course, Jordan Love.
0: How much pressure is on Joe Barry coming into this season?
2: I mean, what's a number greater than a hundred? If we're talking about percent, like this is it's all on him now. Um, they've given him every opportunity, every every talented piece. Um, they ha- i mean of course at safety there are there, there are some questions there adrian nemesis now in new york darnell savage comes back their starting safeties bill are a guy who got benched in darnell savage and the guy who they got they got benched for darnell savage rudy ford and then darnell savage got back into the lineup because rudy ford got benched did you follow all of that, that those are their starting safeties two guys that got benched for each other last year that's not a great position to be in but the rest of this this defensive roster is absolutely loaded. Um, first round pick after first round pick they've got 8 of 11 guys are first round picks on this defense and one of them is not even going to start. When that's the talent level that that tells you that there is a lot of pressure on your defensive coordinator to perform and when you hear people talk about Brian Flores in Minnesota and and you know the Packers could have tried to hire Brian Brian Flores 2 years ago when people think that the minnesota defense could be just as good as the packers defense when their personnel is not even close i mean not even hold a candle close to what the packers have that tells you the amount of faith people have in joe barry which only amplifies the amount of pressure that he's facing now heading into this season i uh
0: i i I agree with you on the jordan love thing because he's the ultimate x factor but uh, i i keep thinking to myself a veteran offensive line It should be one of the best pass-blocking lines in all of football. You've got two good running backs in this situation. You've got second-year guys, like you had mentioned, Roby Dubs and Mari Torrey and Christian Watson. The X factor can be Jordan Love, but do you think that, look, all he has to do is just not be bad. I mean, just be as good as Rodgers <laughs> was maybe last year and let that defense, like you had mentioned, just be good. I, look, I said seven, seven to eight wins, give or take, but is 9, 10, uh, dare I say 11 wins? Do you, I mean, do you think that's a realistic expectation?
2: Is it, is it a realistic expectation? Probably expe- not expectation, but do I think it's a realistic outcome? Yeah. Uh, there, There is a, a, certainly a variance with this team based on Jordan Love's outcome, but that's part because Jordan Love's outcomes are so um widespread he could be awesome I mean I I think he could walk in and and truly be one of the 10 or 12 best quarterbacks in the league especially given the NFC I mean could he could he come in and be the third best quarterback in the NFC would that be shocking to you Bill if that happened this year wouldn't be shocking to me in fact I said a couple um weeks ago I put out uh, on Twitter I said who is the best quarterback you think Jordan Love could reasonably be better than this year and uh, the vast majority of responses I got were Dak Prescott and Kirk Cousins well, in the NFC, who's better than that guy? Jalen Hurts, and that's it.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
2: I mean, I, that, that could be how good Jordan Love is this year, or would it really be that surprising if he's, like, you know, the 13th best quarterback in, in the league? No, I don't think it would be that surprising. I don't think that will, that will happen. But to your point, this is something I've been saying all offseason. Anyone who says that it's crazy for Packer fans to think that Jordan Love can be as good as Aaron Rodgers was last is really missing that qualifier of last year and probably didn't watch Aaron Rodgers play last year or believes that everything that was wrong with the Packers offense from an Aaron Rodgers standpoint was everyone else. It was the offensive line injuries early on. It was the receivers, which, by the way, Aaron Rodgers could have showed up to camp and, and fixed a lot of that stuff. But Aaron Rodgers was not locked in. He was hurt. All of those things that you want to make those excuses for him, okay. But just look at the productivity. They got below-average quarterback play last year. And so is it crazy to think that Jordan Love is going to be a below-average quarterback? No. I mean, I, I think if you if he's the 18th-best quarterback in the league, they should be in a very similar position this year than they were last year, and that means eight, nine wins.
0: I, uh, my, my question is to everybody that covers the Packers. When And I go back to the days that I was there on the daily and watching Favre and Rodgers, and Rodgers outperformed Favre almost uh, every damn day, and, and Favre knew it. You tell me, is Jordan Love the guy?
2: <sighs> That's, I mean, that, I, I, think, I think we are misremembering what Aaron Rodgers looked like as a rookie, um, what he looked like early on until about 2007, when, when to your point, Aaron Rodgers looks like a lot like Aaron Rodgers. Um, uh, Jordan Love is getting there. Is he going to be Aaron Rodgers? I don't. I don't think that's fair to put those kinds of expectations on him. I think he is a. I think he is a starting caliber quarterback. Someone that, as a franchise, you would be happy to have. Like, I think he could put together the kind of season this year where, if he played for the Bears, they'd throw him a parade. Like that's. And I was. I was making this point, like Jets fans. And Bears fans, it, it boggles their minds that Aaron Rodgers last year, if you just look at the counting stats, didn't have a great year. But that's because it would be the best season by a Jets quarterback or a Bears quarterback ever, Bill. That's not the standard in Green Bay, and I think that's right. why this is a little bit of a different conversation. Jordan Love, I think, is going to be a starting caliber quarterback, someone who can be the face of your franchise. The question is, how, what, where is that ceiling? Can he be a Pro Bowl caliber quarterback? Can he be an all-pro caliber quarterback? And that's the part that he's going to have to prove. It's never been easier to play quarterback in the NFL. These Shanahan tree schemes, I think Matt LaFleur is a good enough coach. I think he's a very good coach, but I think he's a good enough coach that you can get baseline quarterback play out of a quarterback who's willing to actually run the offense, which Aaron Rodgers wasn't at the end. The question is, can he elevate it? Can he do what Matthew Stafford did for the Rams? Can, can he do um, you know, what, what John Elway at the end of his career did for Mike Shanahan? That is the question that we have to see. But can he be a a starter that Packer fans are happy with? I think so.
0: Before I let you go, I've got to ask you, so how much of the impetus this year is on Matt LaFleur play calling, getting Jordan Love into a rhythm and involving everybody that needs to be involved?
2: I think it's huge. Uh, And and not just because of Jordan Love. I I think that this would be the case for anyone playing quarterback. You have all of these young pieces. This is the second youngest pass-catching group of the modern era, only the 0-16 Browns had an average age younger than Green Bay this this year, and that you know, not, obviously, not great company that you want to be in. But we're also talking about high pedigree players, players last year in Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs, who actually showed some quality play, especially in the case of Christian Watson. So you're trying to fit in all these young pieces. You need to simplify it as much as possible, and you need to make sure that you're putting those guys in the best position to succeed because. Guys like Luke Musgrave, his head's going to be spinning. For all the movement skills that he has, if your brain is not where your body needs to be, then you, you can't you can't move that fast. You're going to be a little slower because you're thinking. Matt LaFleur needs to make sure that these guys are able to play fast and free. And if he can do that, this offense, I think, can be even better than it was last year, which I know freaks people out around the league. But uh, that's, that's a real thing, and I think that can happen.
0: Peter, great stuff, as always. Look forward to the reports all season long, and we'll touch base soon, okay? All right, take, care, take care, Bill. All right, bud. Talk to you later. There you go. Peter Bukowski, the Lockdown Packers podcast, and uh, joining us for a couple of minutes. And some interesting stuff there. Some interesting stuff there because I find it um, – well, I want to talk about quarterback play. It's quarterback play in the NFC specifically, but I, the the comparison is to where the numbers need to be. Could Jordan Love be the second or third best quarterback in the NFC? And – and, I think that's a very, very, very lofty goal when you consider some of the seasons that we just kind of throw to the wayside because of the names that are attached to it. And I want to get back to that when we come back. Hey, everybody, Dwayne at Dwayne's Cover It All. Boat covers, awnings, gym uh, equipment, office furniture, you name it, he can do it. And he does it fantastic. That's our buddy Dwayne, D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne's com. That's Dwayne's com. Whether it's boat covers uh, upholstery. If you've got a business and you've got an awning out in front of your business and it's looking kind of shabby, it's got bird crap all over it, and it's faded, and, yeah, he can do that, too. He can make you look like brand new. That's my buddy Dwayne, Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. Call him in Wausau, 715-870-2119, 715-870-2119. That's Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. This is The Bill Michael Show. To starting next wednesday we're going to be over at franklin field then up at lambeau field then uh, over at rhode america then out in sturgis south dakota then back uh, back for the motorcycle ride we're going to be uh, we'll have it down at the uh, the fisher house wisconsin golf outing down at geneva national it's going to be all over the state it's got some cigar we got some cigar dinners yet that we have to have to go to coming up here in august and september so we are going to be out and about. Look for it anywhere and everywhere. And if you're looking for an RV, new, used, if you're looking to travel trailer, fifth wheel, whatever it happens to be, they are the place to go. The number one, the best in the state of Wisconsin. And they have a huge heart as well because they support us and our mission. We also support them in the burn camp that uh, Greg Kunis uh, has taken responsibility for. And uh, for kids, so uh, we worked great together. Go to SHOP, S-H-O-P, SHOP CUNIS, K-U-N-E-S, They're uh, RV, uh, they're all over the place. They're the biggest one in the state of Wisconsin when it comes to mo- uh, motor vehicles like autos, trucks, commercial vehicles, Madison, Stoughton, Barneveld, Elkhorn, Lake Geneva, Platteville, and now in Milwaukee as well. Go to shop Shop SHOPCUNIS, K-U-N-E-S, SHOPCUNIS.com. When uh, Peter Bukowski said... That all he has to do, Jordan Love, is be as good, maybe the third best, in the in in the uh, NFC this year. When you look at quarterback play last year in the uh, the regular season, I mean, gosh, you had you now Tom Brady. You can't discount. I mean, the guy threw for almost forty seven hundred yards. As a matter of fact, but he did have. Uh, what was it 9 picks last year 25 touchdowns the touchdowns weren't like ginormous by any stretch of the imagination but Kirk Cousins was the fourth best quarterback in the National Football League last year now ratings wise you can say Brock Purdy was but he only played 9 games but Garoppolo played extremely well uh Jalen Hurts we know Geno Smith was really good last year in the NFC do you forget about Geno Smith's season he had a quarterback rating of 100.9 through for 4200 yards uh, then you get into Jared Goff, who was top seven in the, in the entire National Football League. was a 99.3 quarterback rating. But, I mean, the guy had a 65-plus completion percentage, through for 4,400 yards, 29 touchdowns, 7 picks. You know, I mean, I, I don't even know if he, he'll be third best in the division, much less in the NFC. So we'll talk about that and... I can't think of number five. I'll tell you what it is I'm talking about in the NFL. Set up for failure, but I can't think. They went with the top five. I can't think of a top five. Can you? We'll talk about it when we come back. Got a lot more of the Bill Michaels Show to go. And don't forget, download the app, W-O-Z-N, the Zone Madison, because some of you are going to lose this to Brewers baseball. So stay tuned. We'll be back right after this. Road America, your national park of speed, has great offers for everyone. Military members, veterans, kids, student passes, groups, and corporate offers as well. Cure your need for speed by going to roadamerica.com. That's roadamerica.com.